You're listening to episode number three of The Projector Podcast. I'm your host, Laura Olson, and today I will be taking you through the basics of human design. I'll be giving you a general understanding of the five basic human design types so that you can have a sort of working knowledge of it as we dive in deeper into some of the other incredible conversations that I am just dying to have, but I know that none of it will make sense if I don't lay the foundation first. This system is incredibly simple and incredibly vast, and I've tried today to keep it as simple and succinct as possible, but I just get so excited when I get on a roll and get get into these topics. So please rate and review this episode. Let me know if you love it, if you want more of it, or if something doesn't make sense or if I've missed something. So look forward to hearing from you and to sharing so much more about the human design system in the future. Welcome to the Projector Podcast. I'm your host, Laura Olson. This podcast is all about living your human design and it's told from the perspective of me, a human design projector. I've put this together to be an overview of the human design system, as well as the techniques and life strategies that I've developed for being a human design projector. This is for other projectors and for those who know, work with, and who love us. But really, this is for anyone who truly wants to live life on their own terms, be uniquely who they are, and go through life with ease and grace. I hope this podcast serves you and shows you that you are unique and wonderful, just exactly as you are. Welcome to The Projector Podcast. Today, I'll be talking all about the basics of human design, just the the 411. I am going to go through this at a very high level, just super, super basic. There is so much depth that I could get into, um, and considering this is a about the third time that I've recorded this particular episode, <laughs> after diving in way too deeply into each one of these, I decided I'm going to reel it back, going to make it a little more succinct, just going to run through some of the high level, just so you can kind of get a basic sense of how each of these um, different categories, these different types of people all fit together. And in the future, I'll be talking more about the projector type, because that's what I am and what really fascinates me. Uh, But for now, let's just dig in. So what are the types in human design? These are, it's the highest level of classification of how your energy works in the world. It's how you function and that sort of feeling of home, of being who you are. 
and then also how other people respond to you. And this is just your energetic hum out into the world. It's just the interplay. So the five types are the manifester, the generator, the manifesting generator, which is kind of a hybrid type of the two. Then there's the projector and the reflector. So the generator type is actually the most common. Um, They say estimates are about 70% of the population. So the generator is the most common. And so for being the majority, it's how this world is set up. It's, it's built for generators. So the catchphrases that we hear and the colloquialisms and the cliches, those are all for and about generators. And the generators are the only type that has an internal battery pack. They carry their power with them wherever they go. And they're they're the go-getters. They're the um, the builders. They're the twelve-hour days. They're the hustle your face off. They can go and go and go. Gyms were created for generators, and it's a great idea for them to expend all of their energy. They've got to get down to zero so that they can recharge overnight and start again the next day. And the aura of a generator, sort of the way that they are received by other people um, and how life sort of interacts with them, is this really warm and enveloping kind of energy about them. They're this magnet. They have this internal magnet that is always bringing to them exactly who and what they need at any given time. When they are operating as they are designed to, when they are being who they are made to be, then the world just responds and brings to them what they need. And the generator is designed to respond to what life is bringing them. So it, it's all this sort of cycle. You can start to see it when you zoom out a little bit. They are just by nature warm and invi- inviting and enveloping and drawing to them like a magnet what they need. And when it shows up for them, that is when they are to respond to what is in front of them, what is actually in their environment. They're not here to create something new that didn't exist before. That's somebody else. They are here to just respond to what's right there in front of them. And that can be really frustrating because they have this internal motor. They have this, this battery pack that is giving them all this energy and they, they want to go and do things. But the thing is, is that when they're in response to life, it becomes this dance where they're creating in concert with the universe and amazing things happen. So that is kind of a, a quick overview of the generator type. So the manifester, that is the type that is here to bring new things into the world. This is the um, 
These are your early adopters. These are your futurists, your forward thinkers. This is that friend you have that's like ahead of the trends, that they're the person you go to to know what's coming, whether it's in fashion or business or whatever it is. They are the ones that just, they have this vision. It's incredible to to know a person like this or to be in the presence of someone like this, someone who is literally conjuring the vision and holding the picture of something that they're bringing into the world that did not exist before. And it's, it's so fascinating. They're the ones that are out front of humanity saying this way, everybody come on this way. They can literally see things that we, the rest of us can't see. We couldn't even envision And that's literally what they were built to do. And so their aura is designed, is built, is created to support this. And in the human design system, it's, it's defined as closed and repelling, which sounds terrible, but what it's actually getting at, the quality it's trying to convey is that it's it's, I I kind of envision it sort of like a snowplow. It's like there's this, this path that they're on, and they have blinders on, and they're literally just going for it. They are in it, they are doing their thing. And they're literally just pushing out of the way, anything that would stop them or slow them down. They're not, um, not necessarily, made for teamwork (laughs) because they're so far ahead of where the, the rest of us are at that there are too many other people who would try to stop them or slow them down. And so their energy is, is created in such a way that it just moves all of that out of the way. They're not here for the resistance and the friction of the rest of us who want things to stay exactly the same way. That's just not, it's just not happening. (laughs) So these are the friends of yours that have the t-shirt that's like, you know, no Fs to give. (laughs) Like they really, they don't care. They don't, they don't care what you think. They're doing their thing. You can rant and rave and say like, oh, you're going the wrong way. You're doing the wrong thing. Like you shouldn't be blah, 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 blah. And they really, they don't care. (laughs) So, but that's awesome. That is incredibly um, aligned with just what they're here to do for the rest of the world. It's, it's incredible when you start to see how all of these things play interplay together. Now, the manifester is here to bring something new into the world, to birth something new, to plant a seed, to get it started so that other people can see it, and then move on to the next. They're not finishers. They're not bookends. They are literally just out front, blazing the trail and moving the obstacles out of the way so that generators can pick up this concept and this idea and take it home. Like just, just take it across the finish line. Manifestors are incredibly, um, they have incredible startup energy, starting something, beginning something, initiating. They have incredible initiating energy, but if 
you're expecting a manifester to do the work of conceiving of something and bringing it all the way through to graduation, that's not, that's not them. They will wear out. They will, their, their life force will literally just seep right out of them. If you're expecting that design to get something across the finish line, they're the type of person that creates a startup starts a business, gets it up and going, and then sells it, lets it go. Because they're not here to see it reach its heights. They're just here to get it going so that someone else can take it on, pass the baton, and away they go. And the manifestor's uh, strategy for moving forward is to inform. So they're so far ahead of everybody, they just literally need to yell back to the rest of us so that we just know what the heck is going on. (laughs) So for them just saying, I'm going to do this. They're not asking for permission. They're not asking for us to get on board. They may not even be asking for our help or for us to like it. They're just saying, hey, by the way, I'm going to go up here and I'm going to make a left. That's, That's literally how they move through the world just to let the rest of us know what they're up to, what they're doing, where they're headed. Um, Because without that, there's a lot of friction. Because like I said, they're so far ahead, and they're doing their thing. And they're very self-contained. And so other people can feel really slighted or left out or cut out or feel like they're being undermined if the manifester is way ahead doing their own thing and not letting someone else, whoever else is in relationship there, whether it's a coworker or a spouse or a family member, a friend, without letting that person who's close to them know, hey, I'm going to go do this. You know, I'll see you. I'll see you up there. I'll see you later, whatever it is. Just to let the other person know can really eliminate a lot of that friction and, and anger that can come up. Like a lot of people get really, really mad in the presence of a manifester. For some reason, they just, they create this friction. So as long as they are doing their own thing, creating, envisioning, bringing a new future forward for the rest of us and just saying like, Hey, I'll be up here and to the left, informing others of what they're doing. Like I said, not asking permission, um, but just informing that's it. And, and it, it can alleviate so much. So then after generators, manifestors, there is the hybrid, the manifesting generator. So this has a little bit of both. They are incredible manifestors in the sense of initiating and bringing things forward, but they also have this power center, this battery pack, like the generator does to, um, to propel them forward. And in the original um, teachings of human design, the manifesting generator is sort of a, a subset of a generator. So they're generators with manifester tendencies, if that's not 
too confusing. So this type is probably where the most conflicting or confusing information comes through. And so for anyone, and, and I feel like I have a lot of manifesting generators that come to me or in, are in my orbit, uh, for them, I say, really, really, really follow your own intuition. Um, and I, I give them the information of both types and we look into their chart to some very um, fine detail to really suss out whether they lean more manifester or more generator um, because they can be a blend, but they can kind of lean one way or the other. And that's going to be incredibly useful for them to know how much forward movement, how much um, envisioning and initiating they are um, designed to do and how much building and um, finish lining they'll be doing Um, because those two types together they're sort of two sides of a coin or two ends of like like two different bookends the starter and the finisher and so when you've got this one person who's the starter and the finisher they are not designed to be down in the details. They're high level. So manifesting generators, you are very, very high level. You can see the whole thing, the whole picture from start to finish. Um, And a lot of manifesting generators get this sort of download. They get this sort of like, I call it like the, um, like the concept of um, like Amazon delivery, <laughs> like you receive this package in your mind and it's this fully formed package and all you have to do is open it up and you can see the whole thing laid out from start to finish. Not everyone can do that. <laughs> that's that's not a gift that everyone has. So when you are a manifesting generator and you have that ability, know that that is a special gift that is um, very likely not something that that other people that you're talking to have familiarity with they they this is not a familiar concept to them so you are high level able to see start to finish and so getting down into the details is not your strength that is going to be where things get skipped and missed and have to go back over again um leave the details to someone else because you're up here initiating and responding and going really fast. Manifesting generators are incredibly productive. So that is amazing. That is very, very amazing. But you also have to remember that not everybody else is built like you. And it's not that they're not trying. It's just not their way. It's not their design. They're not being lazy. They're not stupid. They're not just not applying themselves. If you applied yourself too, you could do it too. Mm -mm, It's not that. It's that you have a very special gift in this area. So know it, love it, use it, and don't expect everyone else to be just like you. That would be my advice to manifesting generators. (laughs) So next, 
Next step. Next in line. Fourth in line. Projectors. Ta-da! <laughs> Welcome, my projectors, my buddies, my pals. Um, there are actually three different kinds of projectors, which I think is really super fascinating. There's the mental projector, the energy projector, and the classic projector. So this is where the visuals come in really, really handy. So the human design system is set up in a, there's, there's like a map. It's called your body graph and it shows different energy centers throughout your body. It, it looks a little bit like the Kabbalah tree of life. Um, and there are these centers that are filled in. They almost look like little buttons. They're triangles and squares that are either filled in with a color or they're white. And so when I'm talking about each of these types and how they work and all of that stuff, there's actually a visual to go along with each and every one of these. So with that in mind, the mental projector is filled in. They're buttons, they're triangles and squares. They're only from the neck up. Everything else is undefined. It's completely open. And so basically what that means is that the mental projector is thinking and speaking about concepts and ideas and information, and they are um, incredibly philosophical in nature, intellectual. Um, they love to learn. They love to know everything about everything. <laughs> They're that guy. You know what I mean? Like we've all met that guy who just like knows everything about everything. And you, you don't even understand how <laughs> that is, um, a quality of a mental projector. Now, an energy projector is someone who is filled in from the throat down but they are connected to a motor center. They don't have the internal battery pack, but they have this sort of forward propulsion kind of feeling to their energy. So they can be mistaken for generators or, or manifesting generators very easily because they have this inward push. But the thing is, is that because they don't have that internal battery pack, they're not carrying around their own power source. They can burn out faster than you can say three day weekend. Like for real, it is such an important thing. I think for energy projectors, maybe more so than almost any other type for them to know that they are out in the world and they look a lot like another type and they can be misusing their energy and their gifts and not understanding why they are depressed, can't get off the couch, have adrenal fatigue, struggle with depression. Those are some of the things that can really just stop an energy projector in their tracks. Um because they are incredibly capable. They're amazing. But if they're acting like a workhorse, they will burn out. They absolutely will. 
Um, and so I feel like when I am meeting any kind of projector, one of the first things that comes up is I just am back after a bout of burnout or I am in the middle of it or, you know, this, you know, transition in my life happened when I was going through burnout. Like it's, it's almost like this badge of like, yes, I'm a projector and I only know this because I went through burnout. Burnout stopped me in my tracks and that's how I came to whatever it is that they're doing. (laughs) at the moment, or they're trying to find like the thing that will allow them to be who they are in the world that is built for generators. So that was just a little, little side note. So if you're dealing with burnout, chances are you are either a projector or a, um, a manifester. Manifestors also can deal with, uh, with the burnout because they don't have that internal battery. So the last step for the projectors is the classic projector. Um, there's uh, their, their definition, their, in this visual, all of their centers, all their energy is below the throat. So they're not up in their head. They're down in their body, uh, energetically speaking, in their, in their lower chakras. Um, and they, they don't have that fast-paced, revving sort of pulsing energy that an energy projector projector has and then they also don't have the um the really heady intellectual highly specialized um mental energy of a mental projector they are a classic projector um pretty even keel low-key <laughs> Um, that is a complete assumption, but, um, classic projectors still have that, um, very penetrating aura that all projectors have. So the way that the rest of the world sees, feels, senses, and interacts with all projectors is in this, this way that they just feel seen. Um, a projector is like a laser beam. They just, they hone in. Um, they have an incredible high view of a situation, like a 30,000 foot, they can see the whole picture. And then at the same time, getting down into the weeds and the very fine details and being able to see, oh, this is how this works. This is how, what you could change or tweak to get the result that you're looking for. They're, they're able to work at both levels. Um, and when they're in front of another person, they really just can see straight to the heart of this person in front of them. And for some people, they feel like they've never been seen or heard or understood as well as they are in the presence of a projector. And some people have, let's just call it an adverse reaction to it. (laughs) It can be really, really overwhelming for someone who isn't comfortable with that level of um, 
just immediate intimacy almost. Like it can just, it can feel like that person that you just met, but you can tell your deepest secrets to. Like, I feel like we've all had that interaction with someone where we just met them and we feel like we've, we've known them forever or they've known us forever. They just seem to just to get it, to understand us, to know who we are and what we're doing, what we're all about. And they just, they just get it. That is the aura of a projector. And like I said, it can be incredibly inviting and comforting. It can be very disconcerting if you're not in a place to receive that or be prepared for that. Um, And so with that, the projector is here to lead and guide. They're here to see the whole picture and to show the other types where, and other projectors, um, they're here to show others, the other, how, like the, the next step to take, how to move forward. And the thing about being a projector is that you can see the other so clearly, um, but it can be incredibly frustrating to know that you have this incredible capability with other people. And then you go to turn it on yourself and it's like, you, you can't, like you can't turn around and see yourself. It's like without mirrors as humans, we would never see our own face. <laughs> it's kind of that feeling. Um, we do need that mirror. We do need others to reflect back to us um, information about ourselves because we can see the other so clearly, but all of our energy and all of our focus is pointed out. And one last thing that I'll say about projectors is that our strategy to move forward is to wait for the invitation. And now this is something that is going to get its own episode entirely because when I first heard it, um, it, it didn't make any sense and it totally threw me for a loop. And I started to think about the implications of it in my life and well, let's just say I didn't take it well (laughs) because there's so much that I want to do and to go out and do and initiate and start. And I wanted to be a manifester, darn it. (laughs) But I have seen that when I shift into waiting for an invitation, um, allowing other people to recognize me for the gifts that I have, when I'm taking a step back instead of pushing that really penetrating aura that 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 ability that I have to just kind of like really zoom in on someone in a really deep and intimate way um, I'm starting to see how that can be overwhelming to people and that when I do take a step back and allow people to invite me into their world into their space into conversation into working together when I'm allowing that invitation that is when the real magic happens and so I do want to give this particular um, strategy its own um, episode to really hone in and get clear on it because it can be really frustrating and confusing 
if you're just learning about it for the first time without full context of what it actually means, what it looks like, how to do it, how to survive, how to deal with the frustration of having to just feel like you're just sitting there waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting. That's not, there's, there's so much, um, for me, I feel there's so much misinterpretation. So, um, yeah, I look forward to diving headfirst into all of that. Um, but for this episode, last but not least, reflectors. Oh, such amazing, amazing beings. Reflectors are, um, in this whole system, they are the, um, the fewest, the fewest in number. The reflectors are like our human canaries in a coal mine. They're really here to let us know, let the rest of us know that the ecosystem, our world, our society, our environments are either in balance or out of balance. So the reflectors are a is it's called sampling because all of their centers in that map that I was telling you about the body graph, that is all completely open. They don't have anything. They don't have a set point the way that the rest of us do. They don't have like a stake in the ground. They don't have, um, anything that really feels consistent and true, like a, like a real, like home address, you know what I mean? Like just energetically speaking, they are always in response to their environment, whatever is around them. And they're very rare. There's not, um, not very many. I want to say it's something like 2% of the population. I mean, it's very small percentage. They are really here to reflect back to the rest of us what is going on, what is in or out of balance in our society. Um, And they are, they're very finely tuned um, systems. And they require impeccable care and should, in my opinion, be revered for for the, the service that they offer to us as a greater society. I really, really believe that they are really incredible. Um, and their strategy for moving forward, the way that a manifester is to inform and a generator is to respond and a projector is to wait the reflector is really, really interesting in that they are to wait for a full lunar cycle, which I get it. It sounds completely crazy, but hear me out. (laughs) In doing so, in waiting out this cycle, they give themselves time to really settle in and feel what it's like, what is, and, and this is for big life decisions, major business moves, um, moving a house, 
saying yes to um, a marriage proposal. I mean, like big life stuff. They are not one to make an instant snap decision because they're so open. They're taking in the energies around them. They really need time to kind of settle in and sense, is this right for them? Is this something that they want to do? Is this a correct environment for them? Because when a reflector is in a good, healthy, stable, solid environment, they are just incredible, magical creatures. Um, and they're amplifying this, this well-being back into the environment that they're in. And, and it just becomes this incredible symbiotic cycle that goes on. Um, but if they are not in a correct environment, they will be reflecting back the dis-ease, the discomfort, the friction and um, out of balance-ness that they are immersed in. Um, and it is a call to the rest of us that there is something out of alignment, off balance in either society or uh, in this particular environment. So that is the fifth and final type of the human design types. Thank you so much for joining me along this journey. I know this can be a lot of information to take in. Uh, and especially considering there is a large visual component to it. Uh, but if you'd like to learn more, learn how to bring up your own chart, to learn more about some of the things that we've talked about today, or even get your own chart reading, you can go to Laura Olson. That's Laura, L-A-U-R-A Olson, O-L-S-E-N dot com forward slash podcast. That's Laura Olson dot com forward slash podcast. If you like this episode, it would mean the world to me if you would rate, review and subscribe wherever you're listening to this podcast. It really does help uh, me to know what information is useful and interesting to you so that I can share more of it. I love reading all of your comments and reviews. So thank you so, so much. And I'll see you next week on the Projector Podcast.